thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's an off day for the Hornets, but never an off day here on the HHC. We have a special player profile edition of the Hornets Hivecast sitting down with us today, Hornets guard Dennis Smith. Jr. The North Carolina native talks to us about what it's like playing for his home state team, how close he actually came to attempting a run at the NFL this past offseason, and his thoughts on the future for this team over the balance of the season and the bright futures he sees in front of young Hornets rookies Bryce McGowan's and Mark Williams. Without further ado, let's welcome Dennis Smith Jr. here to the Hornets Hivecast. Dennis, thanks so much for joining us today. What's good? What's good? Appreciate you having me. I'll lead this off by saying normally, you know, we have our podcast studio at home, but we've had so many road games, it's hard to get time to do it at home. So we are doing this in a hotel lobby adjacent to where the team is having lunch. So I'm going to say when, not if, one of your teammates comes in and interrupts us. We tried our best. Right, right. We just had Cody walk by, but, you know, he mumbled a lot, so you ain't hear him, but he just walked by. <laughs> Life on the road for the Hornets. It's, it's been one of the subplots of the last month and a half of the season, a whole lot of road games. But more than that, it's been the team finally getting healthier, and we're getting a glimpse of just what might have been possible from day one and what is potentially available for this team in the weeks to come. What's it been like yourself getting healthy and the team in general getting healthier here? I think it's been nice. I think it's been really good for Coach Cliff to have all of his guys back. And, you know, we still missing Cody. He's a huge piece of our team. But to have a majority of the guys back, and like you said, we're getting a glimpse of what could have been starting out the year. But we don't try to dwell on that. We try to take it day by day still and see what we can do and start winning some games. If I forced you to think of it in this context, is it 
exciting, uplifting about the final 30 games or so of the season, what you might be able to accomplish? Or is it frustrating that, man, we went through 50 games and we never had a stretch where we got to see the preseason projected starting five, got to see normal rotations coming off the bench? I would say I'm excited. I'm excited. Like, things that happened in the past, I always feel like things happen for a reason. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a reason for everything. So it built character wherever we needed to be built that or what. I know they did that for me, and um, the guys we got coming back, I think they're excited too. We've been putting some wins together, and the locker room has been great. We've been staying together, and uh, we believe in each other, and we believe in the team. So I think everybody looking forward to these next 30. You've been injured before in your career. You've been on teams that have dealt with adversity. This locker room does seem different. The personality of it has not been diminished by the level of injuries that, that would frustrate an ordinary team. What is it about this team that keeps it together? I think it's a competitive spirit. Like, we got a lot of guys who want to come in and, and want to win games, you know. I don't think we're coming in just saying, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Like, now nah, we're going to do this together, you know. And we've been taking that approach. And like I said, we've been sticking together, ups or downs. You know, like, when we win, everybody ain't like, oh, like, we won because of me. When we lose, nobody pointing fingers. You know what I'm saying? So we got a good cohesiveness. And I think it shows. It's been showing in our last game. We've been fighting. Even the games we lose, we've been fighting. So I like where we had it. The silver linings to injuries is opportunities for other players. For yourself, you got into the starting lineup probably a little bit earlier than maybe you otherwise would have been able to with injuries to Terry and to LaMelo. And for younger guys, rookies, second-year players on the team, they got some consistent run. What have you seen from those opportunities for the young guys, for yourself, that uh, you think this team might be able to build on in the future? I like what I've been seeing, especially from these young guys. Like, we got two rookies in right now that's just super receptive to everything with Martin and Bryce. You know, so I love seeing them being able to get minutes coming out, compete, and making a difference for our team, and, you know, having an impact on winning or just having an impact on good basketball. Coach Cliff does a great job. You know, he doesn't baby those guys. And like I said, they're so receptive. It's just like, a you know, they develop in every chance that they get. So I think they're going to have pretty good careers, and uh, I'm looking forward to the – they develop in these next 30. We often think of mentors as being in the same position group. Like Mason Plumley would, of course, have a mentor-mentee relationship with Mark Williams. But looking at your social media, look at how you interact with players, you've got good, strong relationships with some of these young guys who are not in your same position. What are you trying to impart on them as a veteran at the ripe old age of 25? 25-year-old vet, six years in. I mean, it's just it's, it's like the hand I was dealt my whole life. I just have been a leader, even though I was younger than a lot of people. I just had a way of carrying myself that people would follow. You know, I'm not saying that these guys will follow me or anything, but I just, I believe I have some leadership qualities that I need to show. It happened naturally a lot of the times, but and I spend time with these guys, and like I said, they listen. I can send them some tape, you know, they'll watch the tape. So I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it. And it's kind of, it's weird, because it happened with me last year in Portland, I was on the training camp deal in Portland last year, and it got to a point whenever coaching the head coach, Chauncey, he was like, yo, make sure that this young guy stay by you during the shoot-around. You know, you always got something good to tell him. So, you know, other people seeing those leadership qualities, and I appreciate that. And You know, I just do my best to set good examples, you know, not just vocally, but just through my actions as well. I'm sure you have positive outlooks for all these young guys, but is there one in particular that has impressed you recently that you're like, man, this guy – He's going to do something special. Bryce and Mark. Yeah, Bryce and Mark. I'll say both of them. I mean, they're so talented. Both of them is super talented. Uh, they got great size for their positions as well. And on top of that, they work hard and they listen. Because sometimes we'll shoot together. It'll just be us three in a group. 
you know, we'll be shooting together and, you know, they're competitors. Like I said, they work hard and they really care about the game. There's a lot of people in the league that don't really love basketball. I don't know if, like, the fans know that, but I feel like these two love basketball, you know, and that's the first step in terms of being great, I feel like, is, is loving what you're doing. So I believe in those guys to the fullest. Dennis Smith Jr., our guest here today on the Hornets Hivecast. Dennis, sixth year in the league, but first year back in North Carolina. You only get so many opportunities in, in your career to maybe dictate at least a little bit where you're going to play. You get to pick where you're going to play in college. You stayed in state in North Carolina. What's it been like to be back now as a professional with Charlotte? It's great. I'm still I'm so close to my family. I just had my son, so I'm close to my son. You know, I really couldn't ask for a better situation, to be honest. So every time I think about it, I just be thankful, man, and I try to make the most out of this opportunity. Like, this is somewhere where I want to be. Your hometown of Fayetteville, it's close. It's not super close. It's not a 20-minute drive or anything, but close enough. You recently brought 20 guests from your hometown of Fayetteville out to a game. What does it mean to be able to offer those opportunities to young people in particular, but people in general in your community? It means a ton to me because – People think it's so crazy. I never went to an NBA game until I was in the NBA. And, you know, and to have these people, especially from my city, and they growing up in similar situations where they just – their situation's not set up to where they can just go to an NBA game and things like that. Be able to bring them out and they get a real experience of uh, meeting some players pregame and things like that. I think that's very important. I always feel like seeing is believing. You know, whenever you got something that's, like, tangible for you, even if it's just somebody you're looking up to, if you could see this person and shake their hand, I think that inspire you a little bit more than just hearing about it and seeing it on TV. No question about that. Dennis, one thing uh, that we've seen more and more in modern, not just basketball, but sports, is uh, emphasis on analytics and, and looking how different metrics can dictate you know, certain things out there on the court. I see sometimes in your social media you'll, you'll flag something where someone talks about assist percentages off drives or on-ball steals, and oftentimes you're on those lists, so I understand why you're flagging them. How do you tap into that as a player? I'm sure when you're on the floor, you're not thinking, all right, the analytics says if I pull up six inches to my left, I'm going to make the shot more. You know, you don't think of it that way, I'm sure. But how does some of the numbers that are available to you now that weren't available 10, 15 years ago, how do they change the way you play? I say I see it more so affecting the league because I feel like I say my first year in was the last year before the NBA was dominated by analytics, I feel like. Because the next year was when everybody was saying, let's just do threes and layups, let's just do threes and layups. But ironically, Golden State shot hella mid-ranges, and then they ended up winning it. But that's a whole nother story. So, um, yeah, I, I see the impact that it has on the league, man. And, um, you know, some people buy into that stuff, and they do. The only reason I be retweeting it or liking it, like you said, because I be in it, <laughs> you know, so, I, you know, I – I appreciate the positive press and things like that, but I really don't think too much about analytics, honestly. I just think basketball game, compete, and then you win or you lose. That's how I see it. Open shots are open shots. Open shots are open shots. you got to take them. Cause the, the thing that's so funny is everybody be like, yeah, you can do this in the regular season, but in the playoffs you're going to have to shoot X, Y, Z. You're going to have to shoot mid-rangers in the playoffs. Da, da, da. I'm like, well, why don't y'all treat every game like a playoff game? Like, you know, why don't you try to win every game? But – that stuff is obviously above my pay grade. You know, they ain't got me out here to discuss analytics and things of that nature. But that's just how I see the game. And to be fair, I, I don't think any of the coaches or anyone like that are, are beholden to it. I think it's more illuminating. Like, okay, if we look at a 20-game sample size, this is what happens when you're in this situation. This is what happens when you're not. Not to say you can't do one or one or you have to do the other, but – 
making sure you're aware of, of where the numbers are. Right, right. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I now, there are some coaches, like I done been around in the league, you know, I done been on a couple teams. So there's definitely some coaches that pay attention to that and they feed into it and they analytically that's not a good shot. You know, I done been in situations where we, we in practice and if you take a mid-range, it don't count for points. You know, so some people really harp on these analytics. So I say to each his own, man. Everybody got to find what work for them and, and carry it out that way. Some people might really thrive with that, and some people may not. You know, you just got to figure out what's working. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You're probably careful with your personal information. But what about the other places that have it? Like the doctor's office that mixed up your files. They have your social security number. The power company that mistakenly cut your service has your payment info and last three addresses. And the hotel that lost your reservation has your passport info. Your information is in endless places out of your control. Any one of them could accidentally expose you to hackers and identity theft through lax security, breaches, or simple mistakes. But LifeLock monitors millions of data points every second and alerts you to a wide range of threats. If your identity is stolen, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will fix it, guaranteed, or your money back. With plans covering up to $3 million for stolen funds and expenses. Mistakes happen. Don't let not having protection be one of them. Save up to 40% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 40%. Terms apply. Dennis Smith Jr., our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. Dennis, uh, before signing with the Hornets, it was rumored, reported that you were contemplating playing football. How serious was that? And, and maybe how far down the road did you get in terms of looking for teams, thinking of positions? Well, I had told my agent at the time I was with Rock Nation. I had told him that. And, you know, he had kind of laughed. Like, but he, he, then he looked at me like I was dead serious. So when I was in, I was in Miami, I was working out with DJ Swanger. Uh, we was getting some work in. So I was, I do three days on Mondays. I mean, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'll go in and lift, do my cardio, and then I'll go hit the field right after that. And then I'll go to the basketball gym later that night. You know, so I mean, it was a lot on the body, but I love playing football too. So I had to keep my options open. And then when you go through so much in one area, which would be basketball, the NBA for me, not even so much playing, just all the politics and things of that nature, it kind of, it can drain you. You know what I'm saying? So... 
I was like, man, I'm gonna just do something where I'm gonna have fun. You know, I'm gonna do something where I'm gonna have fun, and it's something that I love to do. And granted, I know it wouldn't be easy. Like, hey, here you go, you can take this spot right here. You know, but I was willing to put the work in. So, you know, I had my mental was shifted to that. When was the last time you'd played football? What position did you envision yourself playing? My last year I played was high school. My 10th grade year, and they made me stop. I only played through my junior year because I tore my ACL. So my last year playing was in 10th grade, and I was a corner then, but I was slimmer. I was way slimmer at the time. And uh, now I done bulked up. So I was even looking at safeties. Like, I know I still would play DB. But um, yeah, I was looking at a couple of these safeties. I'm like, I'm the same exact size. Like, I seen Fitzpatrick, and I was looking on Madden. Like, he was like 6'1", 207. I was like, okay, that's easy. I seen Derwin James, 6'2", 215. So I'm like, all right, well, I know I could play safety. I got the size for it. I know I got the athletic ability. But, uh, you know, with football, it's a lot of athleticism, but it's timing too. You know, you got to get your timing back. You got to get your feel back for it. And, you know, I was playing 7-on-7 and all that back home. I was getting one-on-ones and doing hella reps with a couple guys that was uh, Division One receivers at the time. So I was preparing myself, man. I was getting ready. I mean, in the NBA, you're, you're maybe on the shorter side for – a guard in the NFL, you'd be on the bigger side for, for safety. Things can change in a hurry there, right? Yeah, exactly. I would have been a, a really good size for a defensive back. So the opportunity right there, and I, I got the size for it. I know I got the, the toughness and the mental for it. So, uh, yeah, I was willing to do it. And it's crazy. A lot of my partners was like, man, I hope you do this. <laughs> like they, was, they really was leaning for me to go and play football. Cause they'll see me in the seven on sevens and all that when I start getting my swag back and you know it was looking it was looking pretty good. Personally, I hope it's something that never happens because we've enjoyed watching you on the court. But there are moments where we'll see you drive and you know just show off that leaping ability. Part of the reasons you were a, a lottery pick and be like, okay, there, that explosiveness there. It's not just good for you know general person, good for a general athlete. It's elite here in the NBA. Facts, yeah. I still I still got it now. Is Cause I went back and watched me and my girls watching it. I had watched my first game when I came into the league. First play was an alley oop dunk, and then there's a play, same half, and I just came down and I seen a crease and I took it and I tried to dunk on like three people. You know, my first game in the league. So now I still got the athleticism. I just don't use it as much. I don't use it as much, but I feel like y'all gonna start seeing it more often as year go on. You know, I was dealing with the ankle injury and things like that, so. That kind of slowed me down right when I started elevating again, but it's going to be there for a little while. I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask you, since you are our biggest football expert, I would say, on the team Super Bowl prediction. I got to take the Chiefs. I think that offense they have with Andy Reid, the way he can scheme things up, I think that's just too tough to stop. I do think the Eagles is really good, too, and they're so balanced everywhere uh, on both sides of the ball, but you got to be able to put the ball in the end zone. I don't think nobody's better at that than Patrick Mahomes. More important, the, the back stretch of the season, particularly post-All-Star break when hopefully this team is even healthier, and more importantly, maybe in terms of wins and losses, there will be a lot of home games in front of the Hornets. What are the goals? How do you look at it? Because you are where you are in the standings. You can only control that so much. But where do you put your focus for this last stretch of the season that's going to come up after the All-Star break? Well, I got areas of my game that I want to get better at, which is – you know, I never share those things with anybody, but, you know, I got things I want to hone in on. So I'm looking forward to all-star break. Again, a lot of work in. I think we just got to come out and focus on playing good basketball. You know, like you said, we can't control where we at in the standards and things of that nature. We got to come in, and I, I tell people this all the time because we're a young team. 
you know, we got some older guys, but we're a young team overall. We got to look at it as a process game instead of result. And when I say that, I mean, yeah, you want to win every game. You don't want to lose. But you got to think, let me maximize all my effort right here on this play. And then whatever happens is going to happen. Like, we got to focus on the process of the games more so than just win or loss. And once we start doing that, the wins will pile up. You know, we'll become a better team, but then we'll start creating an identity. You know, once we start getting that identity, I think we could take off. Dennis, greatly appreciate your time as always. Thanks for joining us here today on the Hornet Tivecast. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. That will do it for today's edition of the Hornet Tivecast. Tomorrow we're back to game day editions of the HHC, including a preview of the matchup against the Washington Wizards. Thanks to our producer, Rob Longo, for putting this podcast together. Thanks most of all to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornet Tivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.